Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Available right now via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, one more thing. That's our daily after show podcast. And Armstrong and Getty, extra large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Because we're stupid. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. I walk in to look at people that had just said, I was doing a cover-up. I don't do cover-ups. I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. through text messages. I'm not quite going to make it start with the... Live from Studio C, Senor! Deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Giddy Entormation Complex. This morning, under the tutelage of General Manager... Impeachment. Again today, two days in a row. The talk, hot and heavy, on the fake news media. And the real news media, too, actually. Chuck and Nancy come to the White House only to be rebuffed coldly by the president. Get on a war footing, folks. Political war. Have plenty of that for you this morning and much more. 
So in keeping with our traditions around here, because we're steeped in tradition, among other things, let's introduce everyone on the squad. There he is. He pushes the buttons. He flips the toggles. He pulls the levers. Michelangelo. Good morning, Michael. How are you? I'm all right. You know, for the last day and a half, my car hadn't been acting quite right. And um, I wasn't quite sure what the problem was. And we had had some bad weather where I live. And so the the roadways were dusty and full of rocks and stuff like that. So I'm driving along. But I noticed my car is picking up a lot of debris. I mean, just tons and tons of rocks and stuff. Like in the tires and such? Or? Underneath the car. Itself. Really? Yeah. And so I'm trying to figure out what is going on. And, and so and the car's kind of dragging and stuff. So I look under. I didn't see anything. And... So I thought, okay, I'm going to have to take the car to the uh, mechanic or whatever. Something's really wrong. I'm afraid like there's a muffler problem or something like that. It turns out, after I did some examination, I had run over a couch cushion that <laughs> <laughs> got jammed you up you, there. You had a sticky hobo clinging to the underside of your car. <laughs> no, but it, it, and so I just felt so stupid. So I lodged out this giant couch cushion, and now the car works great. Wow. It's just, you know. Wow. Imagine hey, that, but I also get the dealership, you know, or something, and they would have put the car up, and they would have said, oh, here's your problem, yeah, and like, pulled this giant... Rip this rube off for about $1,000. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And you get a free couch cushion out of it. Right, exactly, in case one of yours wears out. Oh, d- did you not see it? No, you... I, I guess I didn't. I guess it was nighttime or something. Oh, and yeah, it just, clearly, sure. It hit it just right. So. <laughs> Is it a nice... Uh... Fabric and or no, leather? No, it isn't. <laughs> it's not at all. No? That's no. a shame. It, it, it looks really badly worn now. It's taken a beating over the last day and a half. <laughs> Just because you dragged it under your car for two days. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. So. I remember when furniture was tougher. <laughs> Can you open the door, Michael? Hey, hey look, everybody. It's Jack. Yeah. Um, I can't believe you made uh, impeachment general manager two days in a row. Yeah. That's you know, not was, like you. I was trying to b- briefly describe the whole uh, coming to the White House and booting him out thing. Right. I couldn't quite figure out how to. But that's put not that like you. Phrase. If Joe Getty thinks impeachment's on the table, then everybody does. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't take it very seriously still. Hmm. It's just, it's like, you know, it's funny. Michael Avenatti's in the news again. Yeah. I take the impeachment talk about like I took Michael Avenatti. I'm mostly amused, a little horrified, and slightly concerned about the whole impeachment thing. Hmm. Uh, that's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How is Sean? I'm doing very well, and I'm very excited about today's uh, Democratic Field political death pool draft that we're doing, where uh, yeah. members of the staff are going to go through. We're going to draft a team of three, and the first person who's all three members of their team are out of the Democratic race, that will be the winner. Um, well, I don't know beyond just pride what the stakes are, <laughs> pride. but that's enough oh. for me. Oh, um, the stakes. We must decide the stakes. The stakes ought to be stakes. I like it. Do there need to be stakes? The NBA players aren't really playing for the money for the NBA championship. It's for being the best. Then we need a trophy. If you have a trophy, then <laughs> oh, we can yes. do stakes. Yes. <laughs> Maybe everybody should get a trophy who plays. I Wait, that. that would I be like stupid yeah. like and that. take all of the fun out of it. That's funny. When you apply it to adults, it does sound stupid. Oh, it's We'll idiotic. get a trophy, and we'll all get the same trophy no matter how we did. Just for showing up. <laughs> That's so, hilarious. As, idiotic. As part of my preparation for this draft, I've been inviting individual candidates over for personalized workouts. I've been putting them through uh, Columbine-style workouts to you know really get the analytics. Combine or Columbine? Oh, my goodness. What did I say? I said the wrong one, didn't I? Good Lord. Combine-style <laughs> workouts. So since we're all trying to pick candidates that are going to get out early, uh, is everybody just going to pick the most obscure name? 
Is that how it's going to start? Well, there are different strategies. Yes. Yes. Okay, gotcha. I'm not yeah. telling you who my who's on my big board, but I will tell you that I have uh, calculated the the AFCT. That's the average fundraising call time. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the CPS, the the cliches per minute, and the uh, the atwaska. <laughs> The ability to answer a question without actually saying anything. I've got all these analytics on my on my board, and I apologize for saying combine wrong. Saber metrics. Those those are all good things. Uh, Marshall Phillips does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm going to follow it up. I've got the winners. I was up half the night handicapping my Armstrong and getting Democratic Deadpool picks, looking at medical records. Credit medical his- records is a good one. People have to get out for medical reasons. Credit <laughs> credit histories. <laughs> Peer reviews. There you go. And rumored addictions. And I think I got the winning list. <laughs> I like rumored addictions, yes. too. I'm going analytical. Marshall's going oppo research. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's oh, fantastic yeah. stuff there. Well, I flew to Washington, D.C. and sat down with Chris Matthews, Carl Rove, and our friend Lon Hee Chan. Wow. Cocktails and steaks at one of the old dark leather establishments of D.C. We, we chewed the fat. I have my list, and it's ready to go. Y'all don't have a chance. Well, I had a crazy night and overslept, so I'm just going to spin a random wheel and pick people uh, who've got uh, the most consonants in their name or something. I don't think you're taking this seriously. (laughs) I'm I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Thursday, May 23rd, the year 2019. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, then. Let's begin the show officially now. According to FCC rules and regs, here we go at Mark. The House leadership needs to urinate or get off the pot. There you go. That's a classic. You know, here's the conundrum we've got here on the Armstrong and Getty Show. We have several conundra, but go ahead. Which which is your favorite? I like when you use the plural. Uh, yes. Indeed. How about if you had conundra in multiple stadia? That would lead to crises. <laughs> um, uh, sure, your football stadium, your baseball stadium both have a crisis. There was a, you have stadia crises. There was a thing that happened yesterday morning in Washington, D.C. You may not be aware of, or you may be aware of. In Washington, D.C., and all your cable news channels were just buzzing with it all day long. But I'm guessing somewhere around 95% of Americans have no idea it happened. It doesn't matter at all. It'll be gone in, in 24 hours. It's just one of those one-day Washington, D.C. stories. No, it just It's just crap. And and the vast majority, beyond the majority, like I said, practically nobody pays attention to this crap, right? Except for cable news and AM talk radio. But the people who listen to AM talk radio are in, you know, more a lot more likely to be in that five percent of people that do know what happened. Sure. So trying to figure out how much to cover that stuff is is our conundrum. Just gotta make it entertaining, man. Because it's just it's just dumb crap. You you're better off not knowing. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. It's the posturing of con men trying to out con each other. You know, it's uh, uh. and people talk about it all day long, like it matters, but it doesn't because you got to talk about something, right? Well, you just, you can't take it too seriously. Just just, just call crap. it for what it is. Crap, it's just crap. You got to urinate or get off the pot. Exactly. What are get he- off the pot? What are their headlines, Marshall Phillips? <laughs> well, Ecker, excuse me, echoing Joe Getty, the posturing of con men and con women rages on in D.C. with talks of impeachment swirling. Pentagon promoting a plan for a major troop buildup in the Middle East and congressional action aimed at protecting you from big tech is in the works. I must say that Nancy Pelosi saying I'm praying for the president and the presidency was a pretty good touch in terms of the over the top. (laughs) Get off the pot. (laughs) How does mailbag look? 
I'll pray for the president. Oh, God cringed when he heard that. Oh, it's 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 good. It's goodish. Uh, it's, <laughs> I wasn't convinced. No, wow. Well, yeah, uh, I don't know if, I don't know if I'm buying this car or this house. Con, man. You're not selling it. Yeah, you're trying yeah. to you're trying to sell me a boat. It's it's okay. It floats most <laughs> yeah. of the time. It's, right. uh, the engine is attached. Particles, uh, particles might be there. Yeah, it's, uh, let me. It needs a little uh, punching up. Well, okay, I'll just well, say that. That'll happen in the next couple of minutes. Right. And when, when we, it'll be fantastic. That's what I do on the Armstrong and Getty Show. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So on one hand, I think it's just pointless theater and it's all a game. On the other hand, the Speaker of the House did say out loud on a microphone, the President of the United States is engaged in a cover-up, right. an obstruction of justice, and that's an impeachable offense. Mm-hmm. Which is, a, in normal times, would have been a very big deal. I mean, that should hear, everybody should hear that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I guess I just feel like we're in such a time where, yeah, that's the sort of thing people say. <laughs> we <laughs> Doesn't are, necessarily mean anything. Well, right, and that's the danger of, of crying wolf. Obviously, a child could tell you this. It's not that you frighten people when you cry wolf. It's that when the wolves come, nobody believes it, then they eat your hiney. And it is such the age of hyperbole that somebody says something strong, I just roll my eyes, mostly. I, I, it's funny, it doesn't even leave a mark. I just... I just saw a clip of her saying it, and I knew she said it yesterday, and I saw clips of it like ten times. For some reason, it just struck me. Oh, right. She's the Speaker of the House of Representatives. Yeah. And they don't normally say that sort of thing about the president, unless you're like in a real crisis. Right. Right. But I, I'm just so used to that sort of thing. It just I just thought, well, yeah, it's just the sort of thing we now say. Uh, exactly. I have had uh, Positive Sean grab a piece of audio from the news last night that will illustrate my point you know, better than I could babble about it. Just people are willing to say blanking anything now. God, it seems to me. And maybe Nancy's right. Maybe you think she's right. Uh, but uh, the point, again, is not. Well, it's just that everybody's always crying wolf. God, it seems to me getting back to your uh, general manager being impeachment again. If the Speaker of the House says the president is involved in a cover up and obstruction of justice, how do you not go forward with impeachment? You're the Speaker of the damn House. Well, right, right. Because she thinks it's bad politics. And she is an utterly soulless politicatron. She's a, she's a machine. She's an effective machine, but she's not a patriot. She's not. She's just a political crocodile. And that crocodile yearns not for justice, but the meat of electoral victory. She's going for the death row, mate. <laughs> exactly. Mailbag. Oh, hey, when are we starting the draft? Quarter till. Oh, yeah? Will that give us enough time? Sure, it will. We can Uh, stay until noon if we have to. Time is a construct. Yeah, exactly. It's part of the white male patriarchy something or other. Potheads. Time is a construct. Time is what the clock says. Get off the pot. That's what I'm saying. This is a... um, Truth-loving quote of the day. And without truth, there is no freedom. So I guess it's uh, no freedom. It's a freedom-loving quote of the day. Maria Konnikova is a Russian-American writer and psychologist. 
it's not always easy to be both interesting and accurate, but it's better than being excited and wrong. Hmm. Boy, howdy. You watch the cable news. Excited and wrong is the coin of the realm. Didn't Bill Clinton famously say strong and wrong is better than uh, quiet and right or something like that? I, what was he talking about? Context, politics. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, that's Just, you need to come off as strong and certain. And... Right. Yeah, yeah. People follow. Uh, this is kind of funny. Uh, Al Anonymous writes, uh, guys, I was sitting in a long business meeting in China. And we got a really interesting China-related email, another one. Cool. People who have lived in China describing what life is like under the uh, socialist utopia. Um, but he says, we were messaging with a colleague in the room, talking about all the nicknames Trump has assigned to various people. Because the Internet is awesome, someone's created a word cloud uh, with the 150 name, 159 names Trump has uttered for people, places, and things. Um, and then it's cut off there in a weird printer error. Uh, you can ask your token millennial what a word cloud is. I know what a world word cloud is, my friend. Are you in China? Or are you a commie yourself, huh? Throw accusations at me. Uh, crazy appears to be the number one insult. Wacky is every bit as big as crazy with dopey a little behind that. Sloppy is on a similar status with dopey <laughs> in terms of uh, insults. And sleepy, and then Doc, right? That's the seven. <laughs> there, there are a lot of names of people here, which are kind of inst- uh, distracting. Although it's clear that uh, Mika and Joe Biden are on about the same level of, of insult receptions. Although when you look at some of the uh, the smaller words, corrupt, horseface, hack, um, uh, dishonest, uh, horseface, lightweight. Um, uh, let's see, uh, flake. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm okay with most of this. I like a good set. word cloud. Can we post that? I'm not sure about the physical shots. Uh, no, no, I, I, that's not cool at all in my mind. But you know, well, and I don't understand how it does you any good. Yeah, yeah. This is apropos of nothing, but I thought it was. If funny. my face is more equine than yours, I'm not sure that means your policy is better. <laughs> no, would indeed. that it were. Would that it were. <laughs> if we're eight years old, maybe. <laughs> Here's Doug from Baston. Just want to let you know that here in New England, we have these shops that are just like an ice cream shop, except there's no ice cream. When you walk out with your cup full of scoops, they're just scoops of edible cookie dough. I've never tried it, so I can't tell you what it's like, but it's a thing here. I imagine the first three bites are heaven, but I can't imagine what it's like to eat the rest. Uh, I will tell you this, Doug. I was at a cookie dough shop just last week, as you'll recall me uh, talking about last week. I had a four-block walk, is that right, four blocks, to the quad from my fraternity where I lived in college, and on that route, there was a cookie shop that would fresh-bake big, unbelievably yummy cookies and or sell you a cup of cookie dough. It was a smallish cup. I mean, if it was like the size of a double scoop of ice cream, yeah, that'd be a little sickening by the end of it, but if it's a smallish scoop, oh, Doug, my friend, trust me, the last bite's as good as the first, and you'll find yourself licking at the spoon. <laughs> How much cookie dough does a grown man need to eat? What does need have to do with it? <laughs> yeah, need's a funny word. Is the man uh, enjoying uh, mood-altering uh, substances? Because that uh, sometimes that ups the hunger level, I've heard. From my junkie friends. Get off the pot. <laughs> I guess we'll run through the back and forth from yesterday briefly with Marshall coming up. If you were wisely not paying attention. Yeah, it's again, it's it's funny. It's entertaining to me. It's jazzy. It's uh, well, it's entertaining. The Armstrong and Getty show. 
Armstrong and Getty. Guy runs off to join the Taliban to Johnny make his, Jihad to, to to make his mom mad or whatever his dumb reason was. Well, he converted Jack. He became a Muslim. More on that later. <clears throat> also, we're going to start our uh, pool. We got a little wager going here. We're all going to try to pick the first three Democrats to get out of the race. We're going to do it like the NFL draft. That's coming up. Right now, news with Marsha Phillips. Ali Pelosi Trump feud continues on with House Speaker Nancy Pelosi doubling down on her charge that the president is involved in a cover up, telling a meeting of the Center for American Progress yesterday. But this is why I think the president was so steamed off this morning because the fact is, in plain sight, in the public domain, this president is obstructing justice and he's engaged in a cover up. And that could be an impeachable. The Uh-oh. what? The speech just trail off there? the speaker of the house yes. saying that she, she got the top jaw rope yeah. on it. Going back to the crocodile for the past couple hundred sure. years, that would be a really, really big deal. But I, I feel she's, like that's just kind of she's just kind of playing the whole Trump thing where you say really strong things and then she's a cable news pundit. There, and, and listen, you want to talk about not taking the weight of your office seriously and look, look at the uh, the blonde, uh, tussle-haired one? Sure, fair enough. But she doesn't take her job seriously either now. They have become pro-wrestlers. Or she just recognizes this is what the game is now. This is the way you do it. Right. Does the whole Cohen, the, the thing that Cohen's in jail for, that Trump was named like a co-conspirator on, is does that give her some cover smoke for saying, because co- wasn't that about a cover-up thing with the Stormy Dane? Like, like is she playing fast and loose with that being what he's? Been I think people maybe yeah, careful throwing around co-conspirator. I'd, I thought he was named as a that by way, whom in that the thing that Cohen's in jail for the same. Figure the, that out, please. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I I'm not sure you have to think about it that hard. I think it's just part of the game we play now. You 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 know one person says you're a liar and you should be in jail, and the other person says you've obstructed justice and should be impeached. And right. That's just kind of what we do now. Right. Pelosi's uh, statements yesterday afternoon coming after Democratic leaders say the president cut an infrastructure meeting short on Wednesday morning because he will not work on bipartisan deals like infrastructure or the farm bill until the Democrats wrap up their investigation. Look, you got to govern the country. And I'm talking to you, Nancy, and I'm talking to you, Donald. But I tell you what, for two plus years, the rationale for not doing anything not cooperating with the White House at all, is he'll be gone because he's a Russian agent. And for two years, there was no intention of governing because the whole Russian collusion thing. And then, you know, when it came out to not be true, now we're on to obstruction. No reason to govern because he's dirty. Well, back to the theater, this whole thing. I saw a pundit say yesterday that this was really good. So remember a couple of weeks ago, this wasn't supposed to be caught. We weren't supposed to hear this. But this was uh, Attorney General Barr in the same room with Nancy Pelosi, and it got caught on Mike, where he said, did you bring your handcuffs? And she said, oh, yeah, the Sergeant Arms was right over there. That's the way they talk about it off mic. It's kind of a joke. Right. When they're on the microphones, they talk about this all, yeah. all if it's, as if it's completely serious. Again, the pro-wrestler thing. I was serious. It's, yeah, they're it's pro-wrestling. putting on a show. And then they laugh and read This Town by Mark Leibovich. Where he talks about how they'll just call each other the most horrific names on the cable news shows. Then they'll go off to the same cocktail party and, and meet the same parents whose uh, rich kids go to the same schools. And then they form companies together and they just laugh at the sucker voters. 
After that meeting, Minority Leader Chuck Schumer came out and told reporters he's never seen this behavior in American politics. To watch what happened in the White House would make your jaw drop. President abruptly leaving the meeting, holding a Rose Garden speech, denying he's engaged in any kind of a cover-up at all. Instead of walking in happily into a meeting, I walk in to look at people that had just said, I was doing a cover-up. I don't do cover-ups. Pelosi, by the way, yesterday offered up even more concerns. She said, I pray for the President of the United States. And I pray for the United States of America. All right. <laughs> On it goes. Yeah, it, it really is the boy cried wolf thing because just everything we've 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 reached the, the 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 ceiling on hyperbole, and there's just what what gets your attention now. Today is the day that will be marked by history as the beginning of the end of the Trump administration. Is the modern crying wolf? And listen, you go for it. If you got the goods, go for it. Do it. You got a urinator. Get off the pot. Get off the pot. Right. U.S. officials say the Pentagon's drawing up plans now to send as many as 10,000 more troops to the Middle East uh, to uh, help uh, brace uh, their defense against any potential threats from Iran. A plan is being proposed by Central Command that's expected to be presented to the White House today. The Middle East is a very broad area yep. with various definitions. Where would they be going? That, not clear yet. Not clear if any uh, or uh, all... Where of, they're needed, Jack. Where they're needed. It's not clear if uh, all or some of the force buildup will be approved by President Trump. The president's going to be looking it over today. And the command will may be making its pitch as to why they're needed. It's going to be interesting to watch this unfold, putting aside the uh, pro-wrestler rhetoric for the moment, because Trump really ran as a non-interventionist or certainly a non-bogged-downist. That's one of the things I liked about him. Right. There's uh, growing momentum behind passing legislation that would limit how much data big tech can collect about users online. Republican Senator Josh Harley of Missouri has introduced do-not-track legislation that would allow Americans to opt out of tech companies collecting their data beyond what's necessary for those services to run. And it would include some pretty stiff penalties for violations. That is gaining traction in Congress. And you got Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals tipping off tonight as the Bucks host the Raptors in Milwaukee. That series tied. I might have to tune that in. I haven't watched a moment of that uh, series, but, uh, you know. Two, two, it's starting to get pretty exciting. Yep. Series tied again, as you mentioned, two games apiece. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show. That's the conscience of the nation. And they're back behind the cheddar curtain now in Milwaukee. Is that correct for game five? No Drake on the court. Nice, nice. I heard of some analysis, uh, uh, perhaps positive Sean can agree or disagree, that when it comes to the half-court game, Toronto dominates. Milwaukee I, needs to run. They need I, to get out. The deer need to run. I, I agree. It might be more analysis than I was looking for. React to me. We'll take your call. Rest or rust. Oh, no, that's the West Coast series. Yeah. It's a wrong analysis. <laughs> All right, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm going to sit on the couch with some fake antlers on, chanting fear the deer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Watch the Milwaukee Bucks play. Just eating a big old chunk of cheese. <laughs> Dear love cheese. You know, as we <laughs> as we head into Memorial Day weekend, uh, what's the current state of, state of sunscreen? That's actually something you probably ought to know. All right. No fear-mongering pseudoscience now. 
You're not going to fear monger, are you? I don't think so. All right. I know the number one thing you need to know about sunscreen that I just learned last year. The number one thing. Mm. Don't eat it. Number one. Yes. No, don't do eat, eat it. it. It's delicious. It's not edible. It's delicious on the rocks. Just because it's in the same bottle, ours is anyway, as Cheese Whiz, don't squirt it on a Ritz cracker. <laughs> I got a flask that looks just like... Uh, Sunscreen. Some listener gave it to me. <laughs> Fantastic. I haven't used it yet, but it's ready if I need and it. And you just keep whiskey oh, in it? Oh, there it is. Yeah, the yeah. sunscreen flask. Yeah, that is a good idea. <laughs> oh, please. God, that's a fantastic idea. You're not going to let me bring sunscreen? Come on. I have very fair skin. <laughs> we need to start our, our, uh, our death pool draft. Oh, not right. That's coming up, too. So yes. all these things on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Sunscreen should just be used as a portion of your overall sun protection program. More on more on that coming up. Wow, we're uh, we're about to do our democratic. We're calling the death pool. I, I do have some concerns that if one of these candidates actually dies, we'll end up being the right wing talk show hosts that were rooting for someone's death. <laughs> yeah, we could use the publicity. Pub- what is it? The uh, the political death pool. That's what that's, that's yeah. what I'm trying yeah, to hedge just, it as. It's, just, it's the campaign death pool. The death of their campaign. Yeah, I like right. it. Yeah, who's who's going to get out? Person. Who's going to get out of the race? That's that's what we're going to. I'm really excited about my pick. It's a surprising pick. Your first pick? Yeah, yeah. But uh, we'll we'll get to that in a few minutes. Okay. The Michael Avenatti story continues to just be too good, too wonderful, too delicious for me who. Uh, I've been howling since he first appeared on the scene. Who is respecting this obvious snake? Who is it talking about him running for president? Who who takes this huckster seriously? And sure enough, he's going to jail for a long time. He can't get up in the morning, pee or get off the pot, and have lunch without committing a felony. He's just a snake. So more on that to come. Yeah, specifically being charged today with uh, ripping off Stormy Daniels. I would say if Michael Avenatti came within 100 yards of you at any point, he ripped you off. Yeah, I mean, you could just assume that. He is a parasite. And, it, and, it and ha- a presidential candidate. A 2020 hopeful. A lot of Democrats talking about Michael Avenatti. Please. <laughs> The uh, the one thing I learned about sunscreen a couple of years ago, I heard some experts say this, and this is absolutely good. First of all, have we all caught on now that the, like SPF is kind of like the word organic? I mean, it's uh, different people use different standards, and it's just it's just yeah, kind of all over the place. I don't know what the current state of that is. I'd like to know more. It's but the guy who gets a lot of sun exposure. The most important thing for sunscreen is use whatever sunscreen you're going to reapply because that's the main thing. Mm. So if for, for whatever reason, it, the the cream or spray or whatever, you like it enough, you like the smell enough, you like the feel enough, whatever, that you're going to apply it more than once to yourself or your kids. That's the one to go with because that's the most important thing. That's what we all do wrong. I've done it wrong my whole life. Right. You I've put always, it on once in the morning. Yeah, and, put it on right before we go to the lake, and then we're at the lake for six hours, you know, in and out of the water and everything else, and never put on sunscreen again. So, right. Yeah. Uh, so just use whatever you can reapply. That's the most important thing. And one of the reasons I bring this up is I've had a number of, uh, including surgery on my head not that long ago, for sun exposure throughout my life. And just when you get older... And it starts becoming a health threat. You think, I sure wish I hadn't gotten quite so much sun when I was younger. You really need a time machine to do anything about that because you get most of your sun exposure when you're a kid. 
Yeah, yep, yep. Tesla wants the darling of Wall Street. Is pushing the envelope, and not in a good way this time. Uh, they've missed their numbers again. Too many problems and issues, and a lot of big securities companies, that's your stock dealing companies, are, are, are calling the stock nasty names, which surprises. I just rode for the longest ride I've ever had in a Tesla with a friend and came away just wanting one a lot. Oh, they're fantastic, but Tesla's a really expensive car. Yes. Yeah, the, the three is actually not that expensive. If you get it loaded up, it's around sixty grand, yeah, which see. is a lot of money. But that's like a typical pickup truck these days. Sure, and the 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 but the original Tesla I see people driving around all the time. You're looking at somebody in a hundred thousand dollar car. Oh yeah. so that's a hundred thousand dollar car. Not just everybody's going to buy one. The main thing with all of this always has been. I actually dug up some statistics a couple of weeks ago, but I never got around to it. Of how many electric cars are sold in the United States over the years. It's gone up, but it's gone up from nothing to slightly more than nothing. Mm-hmm. We just There's just not a hunger for electric cars out there. If you live in a blue state or a particularly green city, you might be misled, or you watch the media because they're so into it. Most of the people in the media don't drive cars at all, so they love the idea of electric cars. But the, the hunger for electric cars is almost nothing in this country. The total sales is almost nothing. Maybe you live in an area where you see them. Nobody else in the rest of the country is driving those. Right. It just does. It's just not a thing. They've been trying to make it a thing forever, but it's just not a thing. Nobody doubts that Tesla is amazing technically. Every and their uh, products are fantastic. No doubt about that whatsoever. But they say, you know, I'm quoting one analyst. Uh, does uh, much as Tesla is involved in deep tech development and innovation, it makes its money selling cars. Unless that continues to improve, the company will need to bring in more money as it currently burns, ladies and gentlemen. One billion dollars per quarter. Unfortunately for Tesla, its stock's at a 52-week low Monday. Closed a little higher on Tuesday, but... For every quarter they make, they lose a billion dollars? That does not seem sustainable. No. <laughs> no. That's per quarter of the year, Sean. Oh. Uh, right, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's not uh, the same thing. <laughs> what they've achieved is phenomenal. Says a big, uh, well, he's a heavyweight with Edmonds, the, the car people, the analysts, the writers, the, the website. It's been completely new, really unprecedented. However, his question that of many others is whether the company's past a high point will be headed downhill. Just you've got to make money. But I remember this talk for Amazon for a long time. Sure. But Amazon's a very different beast. And I, I, I people do want all that stuff. People don't want electric cars. There just doesn't seem to be a desire for electric cars in this country. That overstates it. It's it's small, but it's growing and continues oh, to do grow. Do you want me to dig up the numbers? Jack, They're astounding. Would you like me to show you an acorn They're ast- and tell you what that turns They're, into? It's a, it turns into a mighty It's oak. astounding how few electric cars are sold, even in your blue state. The rest of the right. country buys mm-hmm. zero, and the blue states buy a couple thousand. Right. That's it. Out right. of gazillions of cars that are sold every year. Right. There's just not a hunger for it. Now, the Tesla thing, great car. I'd love to have one. I've thought about it many times. I've always had the, do I want to spend between sixty dollars and $100,000 on a car that I'm not sure there's going to be anybody providing parts or labor for in a couple of years? I don't have any idea. Will it have any resale value at all in a few years? I don't actually know. Trying to unload a Tesla when the comp- when the company's gone. I don't know what that would be like. Yeah, if the company goes, but who knows? Yeah, I we, don't I, have that concern with a Ford truck. I'd like to have a couple of analysts on someday and, and discuss this. But we don't have time now because we need to kick off the draft. 
go ahead and play the first thing. And now, with the first pick in the campaign 2020 Death Pool Draft, Positive Sean. Wow, listen to the crowd. Wow, there's way more excitement here than I thought there would be. Fan favorite, Positive that Sean. Is, the crowd is going nuts over this. All right, for, for the first pick, uh, this is this is easy. He's been number one on my big board since day one of, of, of considering order, this. Mr. Chairman, Mr. Commissioner. I see on the list that Wayne Messam hasn't actually announced he's running. He's just formed an exploratory committee. Should he be on this list? Wayne Messam is an actual guy, by the way, folks, just in case you're, you're wondering. He's the mayor of Miramar, Florida. A delightful city. You sure he's not officially running? Fine place to live and shop. Or does shop. that just mean he is? He, that's when he started? When he announced. No, because they they say other things, too. Okay. The formally announced. Everyone well, else is, has formally announced. He's going to really bog down announced. if he's we don't. He's the only guy who hasn't formally Well, if you want to pick him, pick him. That's okay. what I say. Mr. Commissioner, I apologize. Back to you. Positive Sean, you're picking. I'm taking uh, one, John Hickenlooper, former governor wow. of Colorado, okay. oh, for, for the one issue of, well, this. And she said, I'd love to go. So I took my mother to see Deep Throat. There you go. You got to go, dude. You're out. Kicking looper, not kicking pooper, according to Positive Sean. He's off the board. So, Next. So who do I think is going to get out first? No, wait. We're With s- his first you go. You gotta the wait campaign, for the, the 2020 death pool draft, Jack Armstrong. I'm a one-issue voter. I predicted this based on one factor. We will never have a president named Seth. Seth Moulton will be the first person to get out. Damn it, he was really high on the board. We are not going to have a president named Seth. Seth Moulton is Jack's number one pick. Up next in the campaign 2020 death pool draft with his first pick, Joe Getty. The crowd just as excited for him. I'm looking at a lot of losers with no support and no money, but what's the main factor that gets you out? You have a reason to get out. He ought to be governoring Washington. Jay Inslee, I say, with his 1% gets out, but quick. He's my shocking number one draft choice. (laughs) Jay Inslee. Now coming to the stage with his first pick in the campaign 2020 death pool draft, Marshall Phillips. All right. right. The crowd crowd seemed not as excited about you. (laughs) Turn up the crowd. Oh, now they're excited. There they are. My first pick. My first pick is none other than Mike Gravel, 89 years young. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. What? He's 89. That's a good one. going to get out soon, if you know what I'm saying. Good that's... research, but there are. There Marshall. you go. Still yes. in the round Finally, so far. <laughs> with the remaining three picks in the campaign 2020 death pool draft, Michael Angelo. John Delaney. Wow. He's high on my Do, do you have a reason? Too. No. We're almost out of time. Okay. Yeah, boy, Marshall, great job. You win the first round by by picking there the person go. that's almost 90. <laughs> that's hilarious. Armstrong and Getty. Armstrong and Getty. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.
Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.